Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Monday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome day this weekend. And just know today is Monday. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So today, before we get started into our 40-day fast journey, we're going to greet this day. So let me get started where we greet this day. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It is the greatest secret to success no matter what life brings. It calms every storm when the enemy persecutes my soul. Love comforts it. When I face darkness, love brings light. When my heart is overwhelmed, love will inspire it. Love will inspire and encourage it. When my heart is distressed, love will remind me of God's goodness over the years. When I feel discouraged, love will lift my hands to the Lord and fill my mouth with a song. I worship him this day with love in my heart. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Um, when it feels like heaven is silent, it reminds me that God knows what I'm going through. He has a plan and he will provide my every need. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will lead me. Love will direct me. Love will inspire me. Love will heal me. Love will fill me. Love will revive me. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will deliver me from my enemy. It protects me in times of storm because God loves today. And all those who seek to hurt me will be stopped for my love. For love, make my shield of faith work. When I feel all who love, love, I will love all who I come in contact with today. I will love the weak and make them strong. I will love the inspired and they will be inspired by them. I will love the empty and they will be filled. I will love the filled and they will overflow. I will love the broken and they will be healed. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. It prints all the darts of the wicked one. I confront everyone I face with love. It will shine up, it will shine through my eyes, bring a smile to my face, and bring waves of peace through my voice. It lower people to fix and empower them to experience God's presence. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Because he loved me. I will love myself, I will love others, and I will love life, no matter what I face. From this moment forward, fear and hate leave my body, and my fear and hate leave my home, in Jesus' name. So we have greeted today. Yes, we have greeted today. And let's get started today with our 40-day fast from wrong thinking. So today we're at day 8, and today we're going to be talking about it. It is impossible. How many of y'all feel like it's impossible for you to um, complete your dreams or do different things in life? Or just do you just feel like it's impossible that you might not be successful? It's impossible that you might not find your dream mate? It's impossible for XYZ? I don't know. But you just maybe you feel like it, it is impossible. So today we're going to fast from the thought it's impossible. Jesus said all things are possible to him who believe what's in your life today that you are giving up on consider impossible. So what are some things that you are trying, that you have given up on, whether it's your business, whether it's um, you want to go back to school, whether you just give up on your child, whether you just give up on your spouse or your significant other, what is it that you are, that you have given up on or consider impossible? Whatever it is, it is provide, provided illegal. Don't ever give up. Never, never, never give up. I'll repeat that again. Don't ever give up. 
never, never, never give up. One Easter weekend, a major political story broke in America. The New York Times asked me, since the story is too big, would you be speaking about it at church on Easter? It is certainly a big story. I respond, be someone rising, but someone is rising from the dead is even bigger. Then they asked, what shall I specifically say about it? I asked, if a man can raise from the dead, anything is possible. So today, let's change that fast for thought that say it is, it is impossible. It is impossible. So let's change that way of thinking today. Think about the restoration every day. This revealed the miraculous power of God to do anything. We tend to say these thoughts for Easter, but we need to think about the restoration all the time. Awaken hope and faith in possible of God. So every day you feel like, okay, I can't do this. Or how can I say, oh Lord, I just think it's impossible for me to be be in a better place to be in a better place to be financial state i think it's impossible no you need to think of think about the restoration that jesus wrote on the third day just think about it. if you can think about that just know it awakens the faith and the hope and the possibility of god number two stop thinking or saying i can't believe that um we need to get out of that habit of questioning and doubting the possible of things when we think there's no way, remember Jesus is the, is the way. So stop thinking or saying I can't believe. Meaning like I used, I tell my kids to this day, and I sometimes I tell myself, "Can is not a word." We need to stop saying what well, we can't do and start saying we can do this. Yes, do we get discouraged? Yes, do we feel like like we want to give up? There's no way out. But no, there is a way because Jesus is the way. Number three, dealing with the real problem. It's not whether God will help you. It's whether we believe. The man with the demon-possessed son came to Jesus and said, If you can do anything, help us. Jesus responded and said, If you believe, see. If not, whether God can do it, it's whether we will believe. And remember that faith comes from hearing words, God's word. So even though you should say, Oh, I don't think God can do it. All he wants us to do as his believer, as his child, as his children, is just to believe. I was I always try to tell myself I can do this even though I might not see like I said oh God thank you for like we get up in them like when New Year's get here we always say okay I'm gonna make this vision for we make the vision for we do all this and that and you know do all this but then we second guess ourselves is it possible for us to accomplish all those things that we put on our vision board it is really possible for us to do xyz if I say I want to start my business can my business really grow if I want to get a house can I really get that house or if I want to do whatever, go to back to school. Can I really go back to school? What if I don't have the money? What if I don't do this? What if I can't do this? We always second guess ourselves. But God don't want us to second guess ourselves. He wants us to believe. He really wants us to believe. If we say it, if we put it up there, we say, okay, God, I'm believing for the X, Y, Z. He just wants us to believe. Even though we might not see it right now, even though we might not feel the situation changing, He just wants us to believe. Number four, you are bigger than a mountain. Believe that your words move mountain. Matthew 17, 20 say, You shall say to this mountain, remove from here to there, and it shall move. And nothing shall be impossible to you. That's big. You are big. So, if something in your way, say to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea. Trust me, it will move. It might not move the way you want it to move, but it will move. I can't remember when I was working at the um, school district. Um, it was this girl. 
it was I ain't gonna say it was a girl, it was a lady. Um, she was always like just throw stuff back in my face and we just got into it to where I didn't even want to work with her. I couldn't stand her. And when I get to that point that means somebody got together. So I just told God, remove me because it was it was gonna be me or her. Remove me to find me a better job or remove me out of the situation because I I had got tired of it. It started stressing me out, it started messing with my anxiety and my depression. So I was like, something have to do. Something have to give. So I just said, God, remove me out of the situation. Move me to a better job, whatever you got to do. So God, remove me out of the situation. Move me to a different department. And then move me completely out of that, out of that building. Away from the school now, working from home where I am comfortable, where I'm not as stressful as I am. Sometimes stuff does get to me, but it's my own stress. It's me stressing myself out. But other than that, I just told God just to remove it. Somebody had to go before I put some hands on them. Just going to say that. Number five. <laughs> Meditate on people who have impossible turnarounds. Um, Abraham was 99 years old when he had a son. Sarah was 90. Moses parted the Red Sea. The list goes on and on. Find people in the Bible and fill your mind with their testimony. In Hebrews 12, 11 say, We have a great cloud of witness surrounding us. If it could happen for them... It can happen for you, and it will. So we have to think, okay, if God did it for them, I know he can do it for me. And when he does it for me, he's going to show up and show out. So even though we might not feel like he's going to do it, we have to just have that mentality. If he did it for them, I know he can do it for me. Um, We just got to look through the Bible. Look at Abraham. He was 99 years old when he had a son. No, I don't want that. Jesus, be real. But I don't want to be uh, 99 years old trying to have some children. I'm going to have my three. I'm done. But I'm just saying, Sarah was 90. Look at Moses. He parted the Red Sea. Mo- Moses was a stutter. He used to stutter. But look what, look, look what Jesus did to him. He, honey, he turned that situation totally around. He turned the situation around. Number six, God cannot lie. Um, things are possible for me because I believe... Ooh, geez, I said that so long. Number six, God can't lie. There is one thing in this world that is impossible. It is impossible to, for God to lie. Do not throw away your confidence in God. Promise he will fill them. God will not lie. Man will lie. I'm tell you that right now. Man will lie to your face and go on about your business. Go on about their business like it ain't no tomorrow. But God will not lie to us. He cannot lie. Even though, you know, we said, God, okay, I want this to happen. Even though it might not happen. In the order we want it to happen, God cannot lie. It will be fulfilled. I'm gonna tell you, uh, when I when I stayed in Longview, um, I told I was going to school. This is what I told Jesus. I was going to school and I said, Okay, God, this is what I want to do. This is how I want my life to orchestrate. <laughs> I had left my kid's dad in 2007 due to him being a very abusive, and it was a horrible situation. It was just really bad. So I left their dad in 2007. So I had so I'm back going to school because I was going to be this nurse. This is what my, I, I, my thing was to always help people. I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to do, just help people. So I told God, I said, God, this is what I want to do. I want to, um, I want to graduate from school. I want to go to school to be this nurse. I want to graduate from school. Find me and my kids a house in Houston, or like in Houston, but I want to move to the Woodlands or Katy. That's what I told God. And as I told him, I said, that's what I wanted. And then when I get to Houston, I need to get my dream car, all this. I gave him all this stipulation. So I'm going to school. And all of a sudden, I got 
my grandma died like like a week before Christmas in 2012. Then 2013, that's when I started dealing with anxiety and depression. It came out of nowhere. Don't know where it came from, but it just came out of nowhere. One night I was sleeping, woke me up, my body went from hot to cold, my heart started racing, and my life flashed before my eyes because I thought I was dying and I had my children with little at the time. Every night was in the back of the ambulance. Why? Because I did not know what was going on with my body. People was telling me, oh, that must be God. God is punishing you because you done done something wrong. So in my mind, I'm thinking Jesus has really punished me. So, okay. Then I lost my apartment in Longview, and then I moved into another apartment. Then uh, I didn't lose that apartment, but I did lose my apartment in Longview. So I had to move to Houston, but I stayed with relatives. But that's not how I wanted to go. I told Jesus I wanted to finish school, graduate, and then move to Houston, and then get me and my kids' house. No, it didn't work right there. I moved to Houston, stay with some relatives. I'm not going to go into details about that, but stay with relatives sometimes can be hard and difficult. Stay with them, got us a place, lost that place. Was not making enough money, then we had this flood in Houston, and I lost it. So me and my kids stay in this hotel for three and a half years. Three and a half years. Hurricane Harbor came. We lost the hotel. And we went to a shelter. But during that stay, we stayed in the hotel. There were times we could not pay the hotel rent. Um, we had to sleep in the car. We had to sleep in the streets. We slept in people's houses. We didn't want to sleep in people's houses. But we had no choice. I mean, we had one time we slept in someone's house. We had to be out. We just had to be out, and we had nowhere to go because we just we just hung out at the park. We had no, nothing to really eat on. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible situation. I'm just going to say it like that. But during this hurricane, I went to um, the shelter. I was the one so mad at God because I was like, geez, I'm paying my tithes. I'm doing X, Y, Z, and you let this happen. I cannot believe you. And people were telling me Houston was hard, that I could not make it here. XYZ, that it's, you know, CPF's gonna come get my kids because we just didn't hold it. It was just so much stuff. And it was what made it so bad. It was family that was telling me this. So I was like, I can make it here. But then I was like, no, I can't. I was, at first I said I can make it. But then I was like, I can't make it here because everything was feel I just felt like everything was falling apart. Like everything was just out the whack. We were just terrible. So one day I asked my kids, Y'all want to go back to Longview? Because Longview was like a safe place for me. Longview was like, if I need some help, I knew people that would try to help me. But I felt like, and I know it was God to move me out of the situation so I can just solely depend on him. So I did that. So one day my kids, one of my, one day my, one of my kids said, Mom, I said, y'all want to go back to Longview? And then they was like, no, we like it here. They like it here. So like, if they say, yeah, then I can say, oh, it's my kids said they want to come back. <laughs> but if I had to go back, then we'd have to find somewhere to stay. I would have to find a vehicle. I would have to do, uh, find another job and all this type of stuff. But I knew that if I go back there, I could have made it in my mind. So one of my kids said, Mom, go back if you want to. I was like, why? Why you say it like that? He said, go back if you want to. You're going to turn to a pillar of salt, and I'm going to die. So I said, don't say that. Don't say that like that. He said, yeah. If you go back, you turn to, turn to a pillar of salt, and I'm going to die. So my mind, I was like, okay, well, I ain't got no choice but to make it now, because I don't want nobody to die. I don't want me to turn to a pillar of salt. But I knew the story. I was like, no, I'm not going to do all that. So I just made up my mind. I said, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. Not people say X, Y, Z. They say, I can't make it, but I'm putting I'm put all my trust and faith in you. 
So this we are it's 2023. I came out here in 2014 and I'm still here in Houston. People thought that I would not make it here. Uh people thought that I wouldn't be here. I probably went back and I told myself I couldn't keep running from my problems. I'm gonna have to stick it up. Yes, has it been hard for me and my kids? Yes. Have, do we still go through difficulty? Yes. But we are still here in this situation. We are here um, making it work. And God has showed up, been there for me and my kids. Sometimes I just, sometimes I feel like I don't even deserve it because sometimes I don't do right. I don't constantly pray. I don't sit here and do all this stuff. That's why I was trying to tell y'all that people will lie. Because I was like, okay, my family's going to help me. Nobody helped me. When I had to pack up my stuff to move to Longview, nobody helped me. It was just me and my three little kids. <laughs> me and my kids, we packed that you all up. Then we had to do. And all they wanted to know is what you going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I was all over the place. I don't know. But I sat back and I said, God, it was nobody but you. Because you didn't lie to me. Yes, has it been hard for me and my kids? Have we been through some stuff? Yes, but you have been there every step of the way. I thought this situation was impossible. God said, but I'm going to make it possible for you. I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to do it. Yes, I know you said you want to graduate from college and move to Houston by your house, XYZ. But I'm going to do it my way. So that way, when I do it my way, you appreciate it. And you go back and tell the world. And I always told God, if you ever get me out of situation, if you ever get me out of situation, I'm going to run back and tell everybody in the world. And that's what I've been doing. I've been posting on my podcast. I've been telling everybody what I'm going to do. What I mean, what God has done for me, not what I'm going to do. What God has done for me. So, yes, in 2017-18, even though it was Hurricane Hurricane Week, that day, that, that day, it was going to, um, we found a place. I found the place Friday. Came to look at the apartment Friday. My, I have big kids, so I wanted a three-bedroom, two-bed. So, I said, okay. This is what they had. So, I was like, oh, I want a three-bedroom. But the apartment that we stay in now reminds me of the apartment that we used to have when I left their dad. Um, it reminds me of, sometimes I had to just sit back and say, well, maybe God took me back here so I can start over, because whatever I missed back then, I need to learn it right now. So, I was like, okay, so we got here and I was like I was still kind of upset because I wanted a three bedroom not a two bedroom and I wanted two bathroom instead of one so I was like okay we're going to make it work we looked at the apartment I liked it because I was like I like it um, I did like it I'm not going to sit here like oh, I like it whatever, whatever we can make it work we made it work uh, looked at the apartment Saturday I signed the lease no, yeah, Saturday I came in, finally, and Saturday I moved in. Didn't have a car. People from the shelter gave us food. Uh, they, they didn't buy us. Uh, we got beds. If, the only thing I had to really buy for this apartment was a living room set and washing dryer. That's it. That's all I really had to buy. Everything else was blessed to me, given to me. And I was like, and I was given a car. Some lady from the ship that blessed us with a car because I didn't have a car at the time, but it was able to um, bless us with a car. So, in that situation, I said it's impossible because uh, I got, I was like, I'm about to lose my freaking mind. And I did, I almost did. I ain't gonna sit here and lie because I said, Jesus, I was so mad at God. One, I was mad at God because He took my grandma back in 2012. I was so mad at Him because my grandma was supposed to be here when I graduated from college 
and when I got married. I did graduate from college, but I have not got married. So whenever that's come, I don't know when it's going to pop up, but whenever. And I was mad at God because I'm saying, God, I go to church every Sunday. I pay my tithes, and then all this happened. Like, you really that mad at me? Like, I just feel like I was just cursed. But in the situation, I thought it was impossible for me and my kids to make it, but God made it possible. So now we're at thinking and say all things are possible for me because I believe God's word. But all his promises are possible because all his promises are yes, and he cannot lie. Jesus is the way. When it seems like there's no way, faith comes. As I hear God's word and faith moves the impossible mountain as I speak God's word today in Jesus' name. So no matter what the situation is, no matter what you may say, this is impossible. I can't do this. How am I supposed to do this? I'm like, I'm, it's just impossible for me to come do this. Because when I came out here, me and my kids came out here, and all we had was just like small little clothes and the clothes on our clothes in the bag. That was it. That's it. That was it. And I was like, this is this is ridiculous. I was happy in a sense that I was here in Houston because I love Houston. This is where I want to be at or whatever. But it, 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 in, the, in reality, I was pissed because this is not how I said I wanted to be. I was supposed to be having a college degree. I was supposed to have a, me and my kids were moving into a house. I was supposed to have my dream car. And all these plus had fallen to place, but it didn't go like I wanted. So I was like, what did I get? Like, I guess I must be perfect. But Fast forward, I got I did get my college degree. And yes, I'm trying to find me and my kids' house, but I'm not rushing. I mean, I'm not gonna rush out there because in a way I'm kinda scared. I'm scared to step out there. Told you it's because I always feel like it's impossible. Me with three kids, a single mom with kids to have a house, that's impossible. But I do know there's other single mom that does have a house. So I always say, if he can do it for them, what makes you think he can't do it for me? So we have to get out that mindset saying that it's not possible. It's impossible for us, but God said it is possible because I'm going to do it. Just let me do it. Just sit back and all I want you to do is just believe. Just believe that it is possible, that you can do it. Just believe that it's going to work. That's all God wants us to do, just to make it. All you want us to do is just believe. That's all you want us to do. He just said, if you just believe it, it is possible. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. And just know, it is possible. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It is possible that we can do it. And just know that God will not lie. God will not lie. Man will lie, but God will not lie. Just know it is possible. So, whatever you may be thinking, like, oh, I'm about to give up. I'm going to. This is not going to work out. This is impossible for me to do this. No. Just go and say it is possible. Because Jesus said all things is possible to him who believe. All he wants us to do is just to believe. Who would have thought in 2014 when I left Longview, Texas and moved to Houston. Who would have thought I would be where I'm at today. And yes, I'm still moving. Yes, I'm still progressing. But who would have thought. Sometimes I look back and I was like, wow. People had really counted me out, God. You showed up and you showed them it is possible. So I just want to get leave that with y'all. Just know whatever it is, never give up. I mean, never, never, never give up. Yeah, there are times I want to give up because I have a business. I'm like, I'm about to give up because it's not moving the way I wanted to. I'm about to give up yesterday, but my kids told me not to give up because I started this Facebook group to just to be 
just to help single moms with kids to just to show a light of what it's like in a black household, what is meant to have looked like, and just to try to help them. I'm about to give up, but my kids tell me, Mom, keep pushing. Don't you ever give up because all it takes is just that one person. So I'm going to go okay. So today, I'm still pushing it, and yes, I still have mamas. But I have my kids and I have God to push me, to let me know it is possible. Um, before I go, I'm going to say this story. Um, me and my kids was talking, well, me and my daughter was talking. And she said something, because I did, I did a Facebook Live to announce my Facebook group. And she was like, was anybody on? I told her no. And she was like, oh, oh. She just said somebody she was sorry. And what I said talking about, she said, you doing all this and nobody don't want to support you. Nobody don't want to um, get on that. And all you're trying to do is help people. I want you to accomplish something before you leave this earth. Um, I was like, and she had me in tears because it's amazing how my kids want me to do stuff because they know how how I try to put my effort into stuff. Try how I just want to be able to just help single moms with kids and just show them, yes, I went through some stuff, but I, I made it through with the help of God. And it was like, oh, mom, I just want you to just accomplish something. And I was like, and it brought me to tears. So I just want to get y'all this film. So until next time, my ladies and gentlemen, these gentlemen listen to this podcast, just know that it is possible for you to do whatever it's possible. It's not impossible. It is possible. Because all it is possible through God who believes. All he wants us to do to believe. So don't so go chase after that dream. If you want to go back to school, go back to school. If you want to start your business, do it. If you want to start this um you want to start a business, go back to school. Or you want to say, okay God, I want to give me and my kids a house. Whatever it is, just know it is possible. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have an amazing, awesome Monday. And today, just think of the possible that you can do. It is possible. I can do this. It is possible. So, until next time, y'all be blessed.